Today we are finishing up our series on motivation. No more <laughs> procrastinating for this guy. We're getting this done today. All right, somebody hit a button, spin the disc, do something. Let's hear that intro play. Learn to make money online the right way. You're listening to the Create Profits Online Podcast with the dude that puts more glide in your stride, more pep in your step. And if you don't dig this mess, you got the wrong damn address. From the back of the shack, getting down to the nitty gritty in the big city, here's your host, Todd Snively. And he's looking damn pretty. Let's go. That's right, let's go. Let's get this thing going. Before we get into the actual final, final episode of the motivational series, I want to invite everybody to join me at our new mastermind community at createprofits.online. You can try it out for two weeks, mingle with six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs, direct message, go through training that we have there, figure out the best way for you to make money online, even if you don't know where to start, createprofits.online. Just like anything, making money online can be difficult. It can be hard work motivating yourself to even, oh, I don't know, exercise at the gym, <laughs> make money online when, when you don't really feel like it. You know, when you don't want to, you just say, no, I just want to watch TV. I just want to sit in front of my computer and play on YouTube. But while that may be true, it's also fair to say it's much harder to trek through the desert for days on end without sleep, to run through the barracks and out into enemy fire, or to make life or death decisions when your body is screaming at you, just sleep. I'm talking about Navy SEALs, and I'm talking about the military. I'm talking about paratroopers, special forces, and I could even be talking about the Spartans. For centuries, countries have been training their military to not only be able to fight, but also to be able to do so in the most dire and stressful circumstances. What's the secret? Partly the secret comes down to learning to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. This has even been occasionally referred to as discomfort training. The truth of the matter is that we always want to be comfortable. We want to return to the homeostasis that we know signals that all physiological needs are being met. While this is true, it's also true that the human body was not designed to always be comfortable. Think about your ancestors. They did not have central heating. They did not have warm beds or warm baths. They didn't even have clean clothes. They lived in their own dirt and feces. They ate raw meat and they slept in the cold under the stars. The strange thing? They were no less happy than you. This is habituation. We become used to what we have. And that then becomes our baseline. Our bodies have adapted to living in warm, soft environments where everything is set at the same height as us. We have very little physical or physiological stress. This is all good and well, except it makes us highly susceptible to any fluctuation in what has become our norm. Now when the heating breaks or when you find yourself a little bit overtired, you feel as though your world is coming apart. Your body triggers a major stress response and you feel anxious, jittery, confused, angry, 
and sluggish. So many of us struggle to perform on less than adequate sleep. Because the military knows that its infantry won't always have the luxury of a good night's sleep, it needs to train them in those conditions. Likewise, the Spartans would pull up bunches of grass with their bare hands. It didn't train their reflexes or muscle, it trained their grit, their determination, and their psychological endurance. They would then become habituated to being cold and being dirty and being tired. Likewise, soldiers would learn how to perform on less sleep. Now, when conditions were perfect, those same individuals would be far better at fighting, running, and performing. At the same time, though, when life got even harder, they would be able to cope. So what can you do? How about this? Try some intermittent fasting. Go without eating for 18 hours and then train on suboptimal sleep or train outdoors with your shirt off in the rain. Take cold showers. Force yourself to endure that cold for an increasingly long amount of time. Travel with nothing but a backpack. And if you can, take part in ultra marathons, endurance sports, tough guy events. The aim is for us to learn to become comfortable in uncomfortable situations, to raise the level that we are able to tolerate. In SEAL training, there's an event called Hell Week. Without going into detail here, you can rest assured it isn't very nice. Those who make it through are rewarded with the opportunity to lie in a boat, huddled next to each other, spooning with a blanket thrown over them. Those who go through this claim that it's the comfiest that they've ever been. And when you start finding that you can be comfy anywhere and that difficult situations aren't so difficult anymore, then you know you've reached a new level of performance. Now you can accomplish anything. So let's say maybe you don't have the mindset to force yourself to grind through a workout in the cold and wet with no top on. Well, okay, fair enough. But in that case, you need to do something to cultivate that kind of mentality to begin with. One way to do this is through meditation. Meditation is a practice that involves focusing the mind. This can be achieved by focusing on a mantra, such as um, by looking at a flame, by listening to your own body, or by chanting prayer. These are all different kinds and types of meditation, but the goal is ultimately always going to be the same, to change what you focus on and thereby to change your mindset. What you'll find is that meditation can help you get through the toughest grinds in your life. Why? Because you can simply choose to detach yourself from the fear, from the boredom, or from the pain. When you do this, you can rise above stress and even find a way to thrive amidst the chaos. There's something called mindfulness. It's a meditative practice that involves focusing on the here and now. It has a lot in common with stoicism. Stoicism is a philosophy that suggests we can't avoid hardship and nor should we want to. All we can do, therefore, is to change the way that we respond to it. This is our obligation. And by doing so, we can work through the very toughest of times. Developing a stoic mindset can be accomplished through practicing meditation and learning to direct your thoughts toward more positive things. When it comes to staying motivated, there's a right way and a wrong way to set goals. The right way is to set a goal that you feel comfortable you're going to be able to complete, that you have total control over, and that you can quickly assess. The wrong way is to set a distant goal that you think you might one day be able to accomplish that is vague and idealized. So a good goal is something like, I will exercise three times a week for the next month. I will only have one snack a day. 
a bad goal is something like I will lose 300 pounds by next year. You know, you get the idea. The problem with the latter goal is that it's so distant and relying on so many factors that it comes down to much more than just motivation. Often, you might find yourself excusing yourself from training or from eating correctly because you believe that the goal is so far away, you can excuse yourself. What's more is that when you check in and find you haven't lost any weight at all after the first month, you might just give up. And what if you have a bad week where you were sick or perhaps you went on a holiday? This setback could again completely destroy any motivation and sense of progress you had built up. Conversely, a good goal that challenges you to do something or not do something every single day will be extremely easy to measure. Not only that, but each day presents a fresh challenge. Fell off the wagon today? Then you can just try harder and do better tomorrow. And there are no excuses. You can't exercise three times a week later. You either succeed or fail, entirely based on your own commitment. Each day is a fresh challenge for your willpower, and all you need to do is focus on that here and now goal. Of course, you will still need that end point in mind. You still need the emotional hook and the goal to work toward, but you aren't going to concentrate on that. You are only going to concentrate on the daily grind. When you check yourself a year later, you'll find that the end goal has taken care of itself. While the bulk of these last couple podcast episodes has been about understanding how your motivation works, how to tap into it, and even how to grind through the truly unpleasant work. It's also important to recognize that there's a flip side to motivation, the rest and relaxation part. When you force yourself to be disciplined, it's useful to think of this as using up sand in an hourglass. When you force yourself to be disciplined, it's useful to think of this as using up sand in an hourglass. You only have so much sand that you can work through before the whole thing needs to be flipped and reset. How do you reset the hourglass? Simple, by relaxing, by spending time with friends, by sleeping, and by recovering. What's more is that focusing on these eventualities, knowing that you'll eventually be able to rest and will get to enjoy yourself, is a fantastic way to give yourself more motivation through the hard times. Now, what's more encouraging? I need to keep going forever no matter how tough it is. Or if I keep going for another hour today, I can relax and enjoy my favorite book tonight. In fact, did you know that the key to muscle growth is actually to rest and recover better? Muscle doesn't grow during workouts. It grows after them as long as you provide enough protein. The same is true for grit and determination. Learn to balance the yin and the yang and to keep the two separate. The good news for us all is that motivation and determination are things that can be learned rather than being hereditary or genetic. The key is to understand what makes your own mind tick and to learn the crucial role of emotion. When you do this, then you can tap into those emotions and trigger them as needed. Train meditation and learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. If you can do these things, then you will gain a kind of grit and determination that makes you capable of truly anything. I sincerely want to thank everybody for spending the last three episodes with me learning about motivation and determination, how to implement it in your own life. I also want to invite you one more time to come join us in our mastermind community at createprofits.online 
especially if you feel you need help with your motivation and help with being accountable. We'll do all of that for you. Until the next time, thank you so much. Enjoy your day, but, but do something to move yourself towards your goals. Take care.